Hi, welcome to the podcast ministry, Bible Blazing Verse by Verse, out of the Potter's House Church, Brumley. These messages will be preached by our pastor, Pastor David Darkwa. Our prayer is that this ministry will contribute to you knowing the breadth, the height, and the depth of a relationship with Christ. Definition of an outlier. A person or thing situated away or detached from the main body or system. A person or thing differing from all other members of a particular group or sect. Prologue. Paul speaking to Timothy. Hello, Timothy. It's your father in the faith, Paul. When our Lord died... As our Lord's mercury red blood drizzled to the ground, the clapping and bellowing thunder ripped the fragile veil of silence after the Lord gave up his spirit. Timothy, the fallen hordes were dancing on the streets of the damned. They didn't realize our Lord was an outlier. They didn't realize that he was far removed and detached from death. We stared into the fire, Timothy, of affliction. We seen our afflictions crackle and spat before hissing into life to torment us, Timothy. But we are outliers, Timothy. We faced our fair share of afflictions, fires. But we saw the positive fruits of our fiery trials. As his lambent light stole away the velvet black shadows of the enemy dancing on our walls. Afflictions couldn't beat us, Timothy, because we're outliers. We're situated away from our suffering and afflictions. We're situated in Christ. Circumstances can hurt our bodies, but circumstances cannot defeat our spirits. The Outlier Sermon Series on the Life of Paul, A Brave New World, Part 1, Smoke and Mirrors, 2 Timothy, Chapter 3, Verse 1, But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure, rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying his power, and from such turn away. For of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now as Jannies and Jambres resisted Moses, so these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds disapproved concerning the faith, but they will progress no further, for their folly will be manifest to all, as theirs was also. 
But you have carefully followed my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, love, perseverance, persecution, afflictions, which happened to me in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra, what persecutions I endured, and out of them all the Lord delivered me. Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution, but evil men and impostors will grow worse and worse, evil men deceiving and being deceived, but you must continue in the things which you have learned from me, assured of knowing from whom you have learned them, and that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Verse 1, but no, present imperative active, Paul says to Timothy, no, keep knowing, let it be your lifestyle to know Timothy, let it be your lifestyle, let it be a continuous action, a habitual action, present that you keep knowing but Paul's not saying it to Timothy for a suggestion. He says it imperatively. I command you to keep knowing. I charge you to keep knowing. I request that you keep knowing. But know this. That in the last eschatos, the furthest days, the most extreme days, in the last days, perilous through the idea of reducing strength perilous times will come instantly impendingly it's on the brink timothy surly timothy as paul says the last of the morning stars will be twinkling out sadly they will flash their last like bling silver grains of sand in the dawn sky. The last days are upon us, Timothy. Doom laden days, Timothy. Doom laden days will bring doom laden clouds of perilous times. Times bloated with hatred, roiled in the sky before unleashing their vengeful wares. The impending brave new world is on the horizon. Can't you hear the earth groaning, Timothy? It's losing its strength. The earth's throat is being squeezed by the serpent, Python of sin. The extremity, Timothy, the furthest, the last days, Timothy, brings fire to the land. It burns men's feet like a desert. It stings the eyes. Rebellion against God acts as the surrogate for pain. Nothing else fills up humanity's lives like it, Timothy. There's a brave new world coming, Timothy. There's a brave new world coming. There are those who deny this brave new world with their cheerful character regarding humanity, their gentle persona about mankind, their bubbly outlook regarding the human race. It's all smokes and mirrors, Timothy. It's all smokes and mirrors. This day will come. This day will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, selfish, 
lovers of money, boasters, proud. In verse 2, blasphemers, disobedient. Happy face, unpersuadable to parents, unthankful, thankless, unholy. The land becomes tomb still, Timothy. A shroud of eerie silence descends. As creation witness, mankind worshipping the creature instead of the creator. What makes creation writhe in agony is this, Timothy. The creature the human race worship is themselves. Man is a lover of themselves. Timothy, their predisposition is choosing money over God. Makes this generation a brave new world. A love of money starts the grumbling and rumbling of the thundering covetousness lust. Like the stomach of their idol gods. They create these wonderful lightning excuses and justifications, Timothy. So masterful, their lightning arguments flares at you. Arguments contorted into forks of gold. Why they're not liberal to God with either their money nor their time but they're liberal with their time and money to themselves Timothy the excuse the excuses screeches and scorches towards God's word and leaves his church writhing in pain you've heard the excuses haven't you Timothy you've heard them God helps those who help themselves I need to work to pay my bills. It's a fallacy, Timothy. For that was never our argument. Our argument is you love and prioritize money more than God. It's all smokes and mirrors, Timothy. It's all smokes and mirrors. Parents in this brave new world are like clouds. They're frail and angel-white temperament. Parents are carried on a light, ruffling breeze of permissiveness, passivity and non-engagement. In contrast to their children, the soil of the education system is titanium hard, hard against the parental control and loving boundaries set in place by parents. They reject the notion of parental discipline. Treating the children like adults, miniature emperors. It's a brave new world, Timothy. It's a brave new world. Timothy, the word of God and prayer. The silver rivers of life. We've seen even trickles of God's word seep into the soil of people's lives, renewing life roots of the men and women as the word of God, that homely baked smell, it rises from the land, it washes and cleanses the mind by the dewy tears of summer rain. Minds renewed. Minds recalibrated, minds restored. The children bathe in the presence of God and his word, Timothy. They thrive, they soar, they leap with a secure soul. But in this brave new world, children will be disobedient to their parents. Their dark, unpredictable mood fizzes, spits, and seize against those who fed 
protected and sacrificed for them all their developing lives. The celebrities, the media, the governments, the activists will act as a phalanx against the parents. The world and its institutions will add their phantasmal gas of rebellion against parental authority. This brave new world will use smokes and mirrors to cover its tracks. Empowering children that it's healthy to challenge their parents. In this brave new world, there will be no loving fear by the child to their parents. Tragically, it will be the parents fearing the child. A strategy of excessive family intrusion will haunt nearly every home. Hostile activists against the family unit and against rearing children up in the way of the Lord will argue they're doing it for the child's welfare. It's all smokes and mirrors, Timothy. They're doing it to bring about a brave new world. Mankind will be unthankful, Timothy. Man will possess no gratitude. Humanity will be as cold as a banshee's soul. In a brave new world, Timothy, remember you're in Ephesus. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Remember your shield of faith. Let your shield glimmer like star flame. Let your faith flicker with diamond fire. For us, Timothy, we must be outliers. Those detached from the main system. Those who are detached away from the world. In this brave new world, a brave new world of smokes and mirrors will increase. Verse 3, unloving astogos, unloving hard-hearted, unforgiving, truce-breakers of things not mutually agreed upon. Slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, aphilagos, aphilagophos, hostile to virtue. Remember, Timothy, when I, Paul, and yourself were in Ephesus, we were walking along the Kestros River that flows into the Aegean Sea. The visage of the lake was veneer clear and tranquil, flanked by avenues of cedar trees. There was a majestic perfection to the scene. While the water was gilded with moonlight pale lilies, we discussed issues in the Ephesus church while flip-popping fishes caused concentric rings to put out and disappear as the air hummed all around us. A phalanx of flies was patrolling the water's edge, called into serviceably heaven's filtering light. The good news is heaven's filtering light will overwhelm this brave new world. The throne room 
where the lightning and the roaring appears to have their origin. The throne room of heaven, where dwelt the one who is light itself and from whom all light received its source. No smokes and mirrors. This throne room is the trigger of all truth. This throne room where he sits, the one before whom all heavens and galaxies fled, who sits, the one before whom all heaven fell prostrate as though dead in the very majesty and awe of him, Timothy. This throne room where he sits, the one whose hair and head are white like snow from the very radiance of his glory, Timothy, whose eyes flash like flames of living fire with the brilliance of the multitudes of his discernments and great and infinitely tender compassions. Before him all smokes and mirrors dissolve, for his beauty is indescribable, and to those few who had ever looked upon his face, they could not but hear his name and weep. This brave new world has neither seen him, nor heard him, nor has it entered even into the heart of man, the sweeping beauty of heaven's Elysium vista. And so, as one, the Godhead, the Trinity dwells in their throne room, and as free, for they are indivisible, and they are indissoluble, and so they dwell as a great and sacred mystery. No smokes and mirrors there, Timothy. All falsehood dissolves into mist before the Godhead. Verse 4. Traitors. Prodotas. Prodotas. Giving forward into another's, the enemy's hands. They'll be headstrong precipitously rash or reckless, they'll be haughty. Tufuo, raise a smoke to wrap in mist. Lovers of pleasure, fond of pleasure, rather than lovers of God. The man of pleasure, Timothy, is like a barbarous sea buffeting the stoic coast. They hunger for pleasure and entertainment. They're restless, their pleasure-mad nature buffets against the stoic rest of the Prince of Peace. There will be men of pleasure so insatiable, their drive for pleasure and entertainment will again be like lightning slashing down on them and agitating the sea of their carnal nature. Timothy, they will give lip service to loving God. Christian platitudes to loving God, religious jargon to loving God, ecclesiastical buzzwords in loving God, banal cliches about loving God. But they're a lover of pleasure, Timothy. They're skilled in obscuring. But Timothy, they're a lover of pleasure. A master in embellishing the truth. 
Men will love their pleasures and entertainment more than they love God. It's all smokes and mirrors, Timothy. Timothy, the destruction of all these delusional smokes and mirrors, lies, deceptions will not be noiseless or bloodless. Timothy, a world is rapidly upon us. A brave new world with smokes and mirrors. When the Lord returns, Christ will return with the clouds and lightning will inflame the heathen black sky. This brave new world will whimper and wriggle like a wizard's whip before dying into nothingness. Then all smokes and mirrors of this brave new world will shatter Timothy with a heaven kissing majesty. Silent and stern, nothing disturbed my peace, Timothy. The presence of Christ was immediate. I caress my head in the rugged environment, in the most desperate of situations. I would drift into infinity, letting the locked away memories of joyful times steal into my dreams. A drowsy smile played on my lips, Timothy, and I will flow into slumberland, into the consciousness of my Lord who first loved me. However, in this coming brave new world, Timothy, there are going to be a multiplication of men and women who are headstrong. They will not float into slumberland. They will run headfirst into rash land, reckless land. They will be so stubborn and so wired not to humble themselves and to admit their wrong and not to change their ways. They would be willing to run off a precipice and kick their family over with them because they're so full of pride. They'll rather watch. The world burn with them in it than to repent and to change their ways. The headstrong in this brave new world. No more distortions or blurring of facts. Like this brave new world's magic and conjuring tricks. No more artful deception. I remember in Ephesus how. The mountains in the distance loomed into the sky. We'll have a plethora of excuses. But it's all smoke and mirrors, Timothy. It's all smoke and mirrors. Verse 5. Having a form. Morphosis. Forming. Shaping. Of godliness, but denying Aneomahi contradict its power, and from such people turn away, apotrepo, turn away, deflect, present imperative, making a lifestyle choice to turn away from those who have a form of godliness. Making a continuous action to turn away from those who have a form of godliness. Make it a habitual action to turn away from those who have a form of godliness. Imperative. It is commanded and charged that we turn away. 
Oh, Timothy, even while we were by the Ephesian lakes, which glimmered in the callow light of dawn, studying and praying, discussing another local legend other than Artemis of Ephesus and the story of the meteorite from Jupiter. The other legend, Timothy, that it said a giant hand has scooped out a gash of rock eons ago. Then a great heap of argent silver was moulded and poured into it, hemmed in by precipitous hills. We heard it a lot, Timothy, the legends of the heathen we chuckled. But we both had that eerie feeling, Timothy, that eerie feeling that the brave new world which man and hell brings to pass will be scooped out. Every precipitous mountain will be scraped out. Every high hill will be abraded and made level. This is because many in this brave new world will have a form of godliness, but reject the substance and the origin of the power. From such Timothy, we should shun from such Timothy, we should avoid. From such Timothy, we should turn away. But Timothy, the tragedy is, Christ will turn away from them. In the coming brave new world, many will pretend to have Christ and faith. But it's all an illusion, Timothy. A convenient a shadowy mishmash faith replete with the substance of non-committal. It's all smokes and mirrors, Timothy. It's all smokes and mirrors. They're bereft of either sound or spirit. They never grew or progressed. They just stood transfixed. When they see Christ, even their silence will seem strangled at that moment. When they realize they had the shadow and not the substance. Epilogue. Timothy. I heard the thunder rumble, a clangorous clap of fury like heaven's anvil being rung with rage. A sudden flash seemed to stun and crackle the sky, but the future will be far more destructively stunning. Satan and his fallen hordes will fill the earth with more disinformation, more deception, more perversion. He will increase his activity of mixing the truth with untruth. He'll turn earth into a wilderness of mirrors. But as a stream makes it soft, watery murmur of elegant journey over the chalky bed with all the smooth grace of rippling satin. So in these perilous times is bringing the smooth rippling majesty of the spirit journeying over his church. The church, the bastion of truth and the light of Christ will be more able to navigate through hell's wilderness of mirrors. Next, part two of a brave new world. A wilderness of mirrors. I pray you give your life to Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. 
God bless.